You're listening to Podford University, a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. You can find this and other great podcasts at greenlitpodcast.com. And now let's check in with some of the students. Brandon, what's your favorite meal? Uh, Honestly, like if you gun to my head, dinner. Is it you love eating in the dark or you love dinner foods? Um, Well, I don't love eating in the dark, but I love a, a dimmer meal. Dimmer. Okay. Yeah. Like I love like one candle. What about like a sconce that's on a dial? Yeah. Like- something, something like that is great. Okay. Um, but yeah, I love dinner foods, like so all the you, classics. Okay. So, so you, your favorite meal was, is light <laughs> decided by light or no, but you do like the specific food items. Yeah. I mean, light is probably like 70% of it. Sure. Any, like, any, anyone would say that like to me, like breakfast, the food's good, but it ranks so low because it's bright. Yeah, sure. You know? Uh-huh. And then what about lunch second? Be- just for also the light reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like it kind of goes down that way where it's like, okay, right. once dinner time comes around, great. I can just light a candle or, you know, maybe, maybe like a night light even. So what about, cause that's typically like a dusk time meal unless you're like you're in spain and they unless you're in espana yeah, i was right. gonna say right right yeah we we went to the same place geographically speaking i'm like oh god is it is it uh 11 p.m yet i haven't had i haven't had my dinner <laughs> is what i say when i'm in spain i'm not trying to be culturally insensitive because it probably could be construed that way but what on earth are they thinking insane can why, do you have any why? more insight into that like why is it so late Oh, dinner. I don't, I don't know. Now, now I, I'm being hypocritical because I love to eat before bed. Food I, doesn't taste better unless it uh, doesn't taste I, better any time of day. I do like eating late, but it is a nightmare in the morning. Yes. And during the night sometimes. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Now I'm at a certain age now where I'm starting to think about the amount of liquid I ingest before bed, mm-hmm. which you is, stop. which I never thought about before. And I never... I never do, especially when I'm pounded Celsius. Yeah. And they'll sneak up on you because like seltzer sits in you or something. Uh Uh-huh. It's not like, yeah, I feel like beer goes through you pretty Mm -hmm. quick and even coffee, like in the morning, I'm, I'm, I'm paying. Sure. I'm going. Sure. But yeah, seltzers, I'll I'll pound like three and then like an hour will go by and I'm like, oh, well now I'm going to pee for the next seven hours. (laughs) Just not, you just don't stop. Yeah. I'm like, Danielle, can you get the catheter? <laughs> Danielle, it's happening again. You see that thing where uh, Johnny Knoxville had to put a his own catheter in for three years straight? Was it a bit? <clears throat> no, he um it was it was a stunt that got messed up and he like really hurt like his kidneys and yeah, he had to put a catheter in himself for like three years. I'm in a phase of my life, Brandon, where I just want everything to be easier and quieter. Mm-hmm. And less stressful. I just, there's no one more unrelatable to me than Johnny Knoxville. And I love him. <laughs> but he's super entertaining. Love the guy. But I but just can't get on that wavelength no. of energy. That's what he wants to do. I can't even understand like musicians that are our age. Like, like you know, touring musicians where I'm just like, you do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy you just do that you get on stage like even actors i'm like you're just doing that all right let's rewind just a minute go back to the musicians bit because i have some context for that and 
if I picture what I went through in my twenties, if I was doing that now in my early thirties, yeah, completely agree with you. But if you're like a, if you're a successful musician in your thirties and you've been doing it for many years, presumably you have like a, some sort of, you have like a guitar tech, for example, right. Guy doing the annoying stuff for you. The laborious but, stuff for you. But I'm saying you're like on a big stage and it's loud and it's like 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, like 9 p.m. to me is at a point where I'm just like, okay, it is too late to start a movie. We have to watch a show. Oh, we're we're there well before. Guys, I hope you guys like listening to Podford University. It's about college kids, right, Brandon? Oh, we are in college and we can stay out all night. <laughs> right, right, Finn? 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 Hold on, let me check under the table. Okay. One second. Okay. Finn? Hey, Finn? No, not under there. Um, Did he not come in with us? I could have sworn... So Brandon and I, who have recently finished Squid Game, courtesy Netflix, uh, thought we'd talk a little bit about that. Because gotta be honest, Brandon, I really liked it. I keep thinking about it. it. So much fun. And also, great. Uh, We're getting so much good entertainment out of Korea. I had the same thought. The it's well known that I'm not a big television <laughs> or movie television or film guy. But now between Parasite and this thing, I yeah. gotta say, did you watch Train to Busan? No, I did not. Oh, oh, it's the best. It's the best zombie thing in in years and years. Really? No, oh, it's amazing. It's so good. <sighs> okay, what? Where can I watch that? Um. It's definitely streaming on something. I, I'll have to find, but yeah, I mean, we definitely watched it just on one of our streaming. You would remember if you had to concoct it somewhere, right? Yeah, but yeah, Train to Busan is worth a watch. Very good. I love that. Um, anyway, back to Squid Game. So, first of all, before we get into the uh, what would you do segment, what's some standout stuff to you? How did you feel about this? Oh, I mean, I loved it. I think I, I love that, like, so much of like the Korean entertainment we're getting is so anti-capitalist, just like eat the rich. Right. Like, it's been huge, huge theme. So, I mean, Parasite, very overt. I mean, I'm pretty overt. In I think this is too. just as overt. Yeah. Because the entire motivation for every single character is, well, I've been dealt a bad hand and we live in a system where if I have a bad hand, I'm going to suffer. Yeah. You know, like, that's and the, whole- uh, the system is giving me very little of very, very little ways out of this. Right. I guess I can go risk my life and maybe kill other people to make money. I, I love that message in a, I hope this scares someone mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of way. Um, I mean, it's completely, it's completely hyperbolic. Yeah, but, of course. But, but the sentiment isn't. But then uh, sometimes I'm like, it's completely hyperbolic. But then every day I'm just like, boy, I don't know. We sure do have terrible, terrible rich people in the world. Yeah. I guess it's the second episode where they... They all leave the game. Right. You know, and then they, right. then the, then the, you know, the screenplay is basically diving into really ramming at home, uh, why, why all these contestants landed there in the first place. And they take it a step further and say like, and it's so bad that even seeing the horror, the murder that they witness 
mm-hmm. they're willing to go back and try it again. I, th- I think yeah, that was a, a that was a yeah. brilliant and, and <clears throat> for all the murder games. I don't know what the, you would call the genre. There's lots of video games like this, Danganronpa, and uh, the uh, Zero Escape series, which is absolutely unbelievable. That was the first time. That was a brand new quote unquote mechanic of like send them home and make them come back willingly yeah. come uh, back. It's amazing. Yeah. After see, after seeing, like you just said, after seeing what they had to do and especially that, that first game is, I don't want to say it's one of the more, it, it's probably one of the more brutal ones. Like they were just being mowed down. Yeah. <laughs> and that's such a cool, well, th- that, not knowing what that was, what that was going to be like before, you know what the game, I don't know what you knew going into this, but I purposefully never look at trailers or anything. And mm-hmm. that, that, that red light, green light hits hard. Yeah, when you yeah. you know for the first it's time, it's wild. <clears throat> I think another thing that really stood out was um, just everything was so beautifully designed, like, and it was real practical sets. Like there wasn't oh totally almost any CGI. I was marveling. It was used so sparingly. Is it would would you call it the um, MC Escher room? Is that what you would call it? I don't know the pink. Oh the pink yeah, and blue. Yeah, yeah. They're like the hall that they would have to take to go into the other the purposefully games. disorienting hallway. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh man, they like there was nothing lazy about about this. Someone on Twitter pointed out, I think it was um, Cody Ziegler. He's like a, a writer, but uh, for television. But um, you know how if this was done here, it would all just be green screen and CGI goop, and like there was none of that. Yeah. Like not there was so little CGI, you know, that you yeah. didn't even notice it if it was there. I remember thinking I saw CGI once and it's it was so minor that I can't even remember now what it yeah, was. Yeah, it was just when necessary, but every they just built all these amazing sets and just like ah, it was so good looking. Yeah. Did you dub it or sub it? I subbed it. Yeah. That's the, you gotta. I I don't like participating in in the shaming, but I, it's better, right? It's better. I know it is better. I know people that that need it. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially Ex- like while while they're working. Sure. Well, accessibility, sure. And then sometimes like while they're working, that so they can hear. Like I know I have a few friends that you know when they watch like anime while working, they just put dubs on. But I don't think anyone prefers it. Some people seem. Listen, I think that's a perfect analogy for the CGI versus practical effect. There's something obviously lost in translation when you hear when you hear the English dub and they're trying to like you could I don't know did you try, I tried the dub for like 20 minutes. Uh no, I didn't I didn't try it. And they're like and I guess it's normal. I don't watch a ton of foreign stuff, so I don't know if there's this is like a, you know, a, a common way to approach dubbing, but they're trying to almost lip sync a little bit to the Korean mouth. So like they're speaking in a Right in a cadence that no one would speak in. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I mean, I, I could be completely off base here with that, but with this, but it, it, does that come with the years of just jokes that everyone made in this country? Like when they were like dubbing, you know, martial arts films and Godzilla films, like everyone made that racist joke about like the way the mouths moved. Oh, maybe. I don't so know now, enough about this stuff to, to say where it came from. But yeah, I, that's, that sounds right. But all, all that to say, the subtitles and hearing the Korean voices 
offer that same authentic effect as mm-hmm. the practical effects and the sets and everything. And I, yeah, and I, yeah, exactly. It just looks and feels better. So let's get into the games, Brandog. Let's get into the games. Um, I mean, I think start with number one. Yeah, red green. light, green light. Sure. Um, so this was a game, obviously, I'm familiar with. And I thought that was interesting. Like some of them were like, "Yeah, yeah, I know that game," and then some of them you're like, oh, "I don't know that." Like the titular Squid Game. Yeah. Did you know what Squid Game was? To take a yeah, I've no. never heard of that. I don't, I don't think. think that's anything really here. Oh, I okay. mean, I, I don't think that's an American. I mean, that sure. That's definitely got to be just a Korean, right? Yeah. But yeah, red light, green light. <laughs> you know, it's funny. As tense as all the games were, it's funny how all of them were just, or most of them were just like, they get shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and I did kind of like that. They're just like, not this crazy elaborate death for like a yeah, lot of it them. Wasn't, they're just it like, wasn't Saw. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. You know, they're just like, oh, you lost. And you're like, oh, I lost. And they're like, yeah, and I didn't get shot in the head. That's a, That brings up a good point. And like I said, there I've seen so many, like, I love 999 on the DS. Please, if you enjoyed Squid Game, go play go play that. It's also on PS4 and I think it's on PC, you know. Same with Danganronpa, which I think is good, not as good. It's a little cornier. But but what's different about Squid Game, the things that are different about Squid Game about compared to those death games, um, you could even throw Hunger Games in there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, all all these fictional concoctions. I, I, and Battle Royale. I don't know. Which I haven't seen. Is that worth watching? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's really good. This has this added element that it was so crucial. And obviously it became a big plot point with the, with the cop um, who like infiltrated. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they had the staff, I think made it so much more interesting. Oh, the staff, it made it so scary. Much more tense. Cause that feeling of like, I mean, not that, I mean, red light, green light is pretty, pretty straightforward. I mean, there's, you know, if you're caught moving after, they say red light, you get shot in the head. Yeah. But the one where you felt like really, really tense was the, um, I know everyone's talking about this one, the the candy, the honeycomb candy. Yeah. And they're just, so I guess I'll explain the game. It, it's a piece of honeycomb and with a shape kind of cut, pressed into it while it's still warm. Like a perforation. Yeah. Yeah. And then with a needle, you have to perfectly take out the shape without shattering the shape mm-hmm. and then just having a guard stand over you. Like you, I felt that pressure. Sure. So when, when, when just watching it, if you were, if, if someone said, here's an Oreo, pull it apart, clean icing on one side only, you know? <laughs> and if oh, you mess at up, first you're before done. you said icing on one side only, I'm like, no problem. Clean. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, Oh, icing on one side only. Well, I don't know. Yeah. And there's a guy standing behind you with a revolver. Exactly. That's the equivalent challenge, right? Like, because yeah. I'm not familiar with honeycomb. I don't know how hard that is. It's not that hard. It it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> Have you what? You've done that? What are you talking about? No, the can't. Like, I've had honeycomb candy. Like, I don't know if it's like like Danielle's family. Like one of her cousin. He he makes it like at like family parties. He makes like a drink with it. He's from Ireland. He'll make like you know the sugar, the baking powder, or whatever baking soda, whatever it is. Cook it up and then put it out and then you know shatter it up and then he puts it in some drinks. Does it like, taste good? It, I don't like it. I think it just tastes like sugar. Hmm. It uh, tastes like it's like kind of like burnt caramelly sugar. I don't know. I don't like it. Hmm. And there's also like a, a an English Irish candy bar um, called a crunchy, and it's just chocolate milk chocolate covered honeycomb candy. 
I had never even seen that, let alone heard of it. It's not big here. I guess the closest thing and it's what is in texture would be a Butterfinger. It's and except it's not peanut butter flavored. I mean, Butterfinger is unstoppable, so can't go. Um, I'm gonna have to argue with that. I I think it's one of the worst. Hey, Brandon, gets stuck in my teeth. I mean, that's stuck in my teeth. That part sucks, I guess. But anyway, 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 back to it. Yeah, that one was really that that that's a tense one. Honeycomb man. was tense. That's what was your favorite one? <sighs> so it was red light, green light. It was honeycomb. I think I'm missing like two, right? There was the the marbles. What mm-hmm. was before that? Um, in order. Oh, the tug of war. That's the one. I'm tug of war was excellent. The one I didn't really understand was the, and I liked it. I thought it was a lot of like fun to watch. The glass one. What didn't you understand? What What is that based? Is that based off something, or is that just like okay, this is like a kids game? Oh, that's a good point. Right, that's not necessarily reminding you of your childhood. That game, I guess, right? Yeah, like, uh, I or, was like or was the circus tent setting supposed to be the nostalgic? Right, bit? and I was trying to like wonder, like, I know they're all based on like games, but that one, I was just like, what is this? I mean, it was still. Or is it like s- sidewalk kind of? I don't know. I'm I'm reaching. I don't I don't exactly know. Right, I saw some people say like they're like maybe hopscotch. They like couldn't tell like what, but I was like, eh, hopscotch is pretty specific. That being said, that was a great. So good. That one was great. See, because like you said, that episode itself, I think I I didn't love when it was like those rich guys and they were bantering and that actual game, I think one of the best. uh, Yeah. According to polygon.com, it is the best. Is that what they ranked it as? Yeah. I mean, it was the most tense, I think. I mean, besides like the honeycomb one, I was like, yeah. And, and I don't know if they would consider this like a plot hole or something, but it did kind of also break the fairness uh, you know, like the guy, the last guy obviously had, had it easiest. Yeah. And that was proven true by the fact that those are the only people that lived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, marbles, I got to say not the scariest game, perhaps the least scary game. I wept. What an unbelievable, Oh boy. What an yeah. unbelievable, uh, uh, episode of television. Rough, just a rough episode. And I just, I have never thought about, <laughs> would I kill my friends so I could live? And that episode made me think about that. One. <laughs> I mean, the craziest one, and they didn't really focus on it, was then when you realize, because we met, we met these people earlier for a second, the husband who couldn't leave his wife, you know, when they were choosing teams. They didn't show it. They didn't until, show it, no. Until the end, right? No, until like you see him later. Yeah. And you know you don't know until I think the next episode actually which one of them yeah dies. But so uh, yeah, the Marvel episode was insane because they 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 told them partner up, and then you're like, okay, great, yeah, me and my partner, we're gonna win this game. Mm-hmm. And then they're told you're playing against your partner, and whoever loses in marbles dies. Genius. And then they don't tell you you can kind of do whatever you want with the marbles. Mm-hmm. Saw a lot of people doing that. What was it? The they kept doing the. Guess how many you're betting? Yeah. Or otter, otter even? It, yeah. It made me realize that I know that marbles is a game that, you know, maybe like kids played in the 40s, but I never knew what the game was. I feel like I had marbles when I was a kid. Same. And had no idea what the game was. The uh, the second problem being that I didn't have a friend that also had marbles to play well, look, with. Well, look at us. Both of us <laughs> had marbles as kids and didn't know each other. And Brandon. 
and didn't know anyone else that had marbles. Me, like in the front of my house, not knowing who you were, Brandon, Joe, Bra- Brandon. My my parents get back in the house. <laughs> Joe's not coming. He's out there. There is no Joe. <laughs> He's out there. Brandon, bring your wheelbarrow of marbles back into the house. <laughs> bring your marbles and your uh, big circle that you push with a thin stick down the street. <laughs> My parents only buying me games from the 1920s. <laughs> Brandon. We pre-ordered you some jacks. <laughs> from where? You pre-ordered jacks? What? <laughs> Don't question me. Why'd you pre-order it? (laughs) Sharper image, now leave me alone. You're going to love these. (laughs) Your parents are insane, Brandon. Yeah. My dad got me a Viking sword. He did, right? We didn't talk about this. No, he got my son uh, uh, an axe and shield for his first birthday. Sure, it's foam, but still. I guess it's cute. He... He, he, we got him a little doll. He'd rather play with that. Oh, also, he really likes this. Um, we have this pretty terrifying draped ghoul with like a skeletal face hanging for Halloween. Okay. In the house or uh, outside? In the house. His best friend loves it. <laughs> we had to, he's always looking at it. He wants to hold its hand. That's he cute. wouldn't eat his tomatoes today and his broccoli for dinner. So we, brought the ghoul over and pretended like the ghoul was feeding him and also eating. So he ate it and then he helped feed the ghoul and he high fives him. Kiss. It's a a hugging. Okay. It's, it's a truly, it's one of the scarier things we have decoration wise in the house. Loves it. I think my daughter would be peeing her pants. Um, My other nephews would be too. It's just my freak son. (laughs) We we were setting up not not to go go off base, but we were setting up our Halloween decorations outside, and we kind of made a graveyard in our front yard. Jesus, and you know, like we have like tombstones, and we have like some of the skeletons like coming up. Looks like they're coming up from the ground. Okay, and we have ghosts hanging on all our like shrubbery and things like that. And he's out there like walking around, going ooh, because his favorite new game is pretending to be a ghost. I guess that's good. You know? Yeah, yeah, I guess it's good. And you didn't even have to send him the CCD for it. No, he just, he just, he likes ghosts. Huh. Yeah, I think, I think lean into that is, is my suggestion. Oh yeah, we're supporting it. Okay. We, we bought him some ghost toys. Did you? Go- yeah, we bought him a couple like Halloween books too. Okay. He really likes it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, he's pretty good. I'm proud. I'm proud of your son. Can't wait to play the, sh- the honeycomb game with him. <laughs> I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the trapeze glass one with my kid. Uh, you go first. Some of them are tempered. <laughs> She's like, "What? <laughs> I'm two. I don't know what that means." You're like, "No, just go first. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah, I was just when that guy was like, "I can tell if they're tempered or not." I'm like, "How? What? What does tempered mean?" Say it just the- means reinforced. Like it's it's load bearing. That's all. I I like at the at the end where they're like, "Oh, there's one more step." Does anyone have anything I can throw at it? I can tell which one is tempered by the sound. Yeah. And he gets the marble. Yep. Cause um that one main guy, he he saved I don't wanna I don't wanna butcher their names. So I'm not gonna Yeah, that's okay. We don't know how to speak other languages, so we don't. And so 
he gave him the marble that he saved from the marble game and he throws it and it hits the one. And then he goes, I need to hear what the other one sounds like and puts his hand out. Like, what do you like? It's crazy (laughs) that that guy had one marble. (laughs) I had an idea with that. Can I say it? Yeah. What he should have done was heard his glass first. The one he was standing on. Oh, like, yeah. And I realized he was standing on it. So it would have sounded different, but maybe he could have hopped or something. I don't know. Right. I think there could have been something, right? You, I mean, if he knew that much about glass. Yeah, there could have been something there. I mean, he, he worked in a glass factory. That was his whole thing. He's like, I worked in a glass factory for 30 years. <laughs> there hasn't been a glass factory here for <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, what did you think the shoe thing was about? I was trying to think if there was a deeper meaning with that. No shoes. I kind of just thought like. Made it harder. They probably have better grip with just their feet. You think so? I thought so. My 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 wife, Danielle, just kept going. My wife. My wife. She's like, they should have brought their shoes. And then they throw it at the glass to see if it would break. And I'm like, I don't think those shoes looked real thin. Like when they were taking, they, they were like slippers. Was that part of the rules too, though? What? Like they were mandated to take their shoes off. Yeah, they, they were told to take, well, they, yeah, also that. But then well, no, I was just, saying what was the significance of it? Because it didn't seem. I feel like. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the shoes probably would have made it harder, right? I feel like you get you got better grip with bare feet. I guess that's my point. Yeah. So maybe they, you know, you want the you want there to be some. You didn't want them all to die. Yeah. Yeah, man. That 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 initial like that first death though in that one. Yeah. Is like you're like oh shit like you know how they're gonna die but yeah, it's still yeah. very <laughs> you can jarring. See the set. Sure. It's jarring. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was that 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 one was great. In this quarter on the Greenlit Podcast Network, Chris Sims and Matt Wilson. And in this quarter, VHS oddities, confusing animation, and modern not-so-classics. Plus snacks, movie fighters. We watch movies and beat them up. Hello, my name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm inviting you to listen to Our Three Cents, a weekly podcast where myself and two of my very best gaming chums are counting down our top 100 favorite video games of all time. For all the episodes and information, check out our website, www.our3cents.co.uk. I'll say this too, as far as Squid Game compares to other, you know, comparable media. Splatoon. (laughs) Yeah. Squid Games. Um the reason Danganronpa is interesting, for example, is because you don't know what's happening, right? Yeah. You know much less compared to this. Squid Game, they're like showing you front man, and they're showing you the guards, right? And they're like giving you winks behind the, the, behind the scenes about like how the thing is operated a little bit, right? Yeah. And that, that's uncommon too. But um, Squid Game is notable to me because the game part was so good. And that's usually not what I'm latching onto in like Zero Escape. It's almost like you're 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 rushing through the game part to get to the next story beat so that right. you can get some information. But they made the the competitive sequences so captivating. Yeah, it was all all of it was just so good. Yeah. That that fight scene, the when they shut the lights off at, at night. I had some trouble watching that actually. Yeah. Yeah, because of the flashing. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. like, I'm not epileptic, and I was like That's trying still to hard make. To watch. I was trying to make sure that I wasn't secretly epileptic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I'm actually surprised there wasn't a bit more of a warning. Yeah, that was <clears throat> long too. Yeah, that went on. 
to the point where I, I kept like looking down where I was yeah. just like, I don't want to really miss anything. But at the same time, like this, it's a little painful to watch. Yeah. I think maybe they shouldn't have done that scene, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but it's okay. I want to <clears throat> talk about something insane mm-hmm. and there's nothing to do with the games. And it's at the very end. Mm-hmm. And it's when the main character gets a haircut. Brandon, I got to tell you, I was at a 10 out of 10 and that kicked it down to a 9.8 for me. I <laughs> okay. just didn't understand. <laughs> I, I looked at, I looked at Danielle and I was like, I know I shouldn't think less of this, mm-hmm. but what an insane thing to do for a I, man yeah, who well, has. What's the explanation? Never, what's your guess? I don't know. They've never really given us like any indication that this is the kind of guy he is, or he's a little bit like different or anything like that. And <laughs> yeah. also they're like, you know, he's like 47 and kind of like a gambler. And he's like, no, yeah, he's I, not like kind that, of a piece of shit. Like, that's the guy he is, is that he's like a degenerate, you know, I mean, loves his daughter and his mom, but like, kind yeah, of but he also seems like a deadbeat dad. Also, he couldn't, he's yeah. just like, I don't know. He's like four, he's almost like 50. And then all of a sudden he's just like, you know what? Punk. And he put a, it's like he pointed to like a K pop star and he's like that. Okay. And it's fine. Listen, I would never get red hair. It's all good if you have red hair. That's fine. The problem is like the, the, this character, the character didn't seem like he would have red hair. <laughs> that's, that's all. Like, again, yeah, I don't care. Like, you can be 47 and get red hair. But the thing is, again, this man was pushing 50. They've never given any indication that he was a little bit alternative or weird or anything like that. He was just kind of a deadbeat. And he didn't. And they also didn't give a story beat saying like, "Ah, now he's ready to let loose." I didn't understand. The only thing the he was going to go do was that he was going to go see his daughter. Yeah. So why would that be? A- I don't understand. It was insane. Okay. While we're on that, I mean, yeah, we're jumping all around. Wh- what did the end mean? So he. So he, yeah. He doesn't love his daughter. <laughs> he's going to go play again. I guess. Like I know. I thought that too. I was just mocking like- Jay style. It's it's just yeah. Was he just like maybe I'll risk it all because now I'm obsessed with this? It's it seemed like yeah. He sees the but I guess his whole thing is that right. He is a he's a gam a gambling he's addict. a gambler. You know, like even when he won that money, he didn't use it. He just went back to what he was doing. But that's contradictory too, isn't it? Well, I guess it's the tra- it's the trauma, and then he came home to his dead mother. Maybe he just didn't want to touch the money because of where it came from. But then that suggests he's not a gambling addict because an alcoholic wouldn't win a lifetime supply of liquor and then have a moral issue. He'd be addicted and he would right. knock into it. So I do, I do think that ending was weak because there were contradictions in the character. And you and- could say like, no, Joe, you didn't get it. It's like, <laughs> well, no, for how, like, for how articulate the show was. The end was inarticulate, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'll, I also, I'm going to be honest, I don't love that they're sending it up for a sequel. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you. The, the cop character infiltrates right. the island because he's looking for his brother, right? Yeah. That's what's happening? Yeah. And he's looking for his brother who has been missing for how long? That's a question I have for you. That's what I was trying to figure out. Because then when he's looking for his brother in like the pages or the books that they have pause on that when he's looking for his brother at the brother's apartment and he runs right. into the landlady. Right, right, right. Doesn't it feel like he's only been missing for days 
for a couple of days because she's like, oh, he's like behind on some rent or even like a couple months at the most. Like, okay, fair enough. But they make it seem short term later. Yeah. That's like, this guy's been gone for a couple of years. Right. He like he won in 2017 or something. Yeah. So you're like, has he just been di- like, yeah, it was a little strange. There's some land. There's or is a- he back and f- is he back and forth? Maybe. Is that what's happening? In between games, he's coming. Oh, right. So then maybe that's why he was like missing. But then why would he be behind on rent? (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't he just pay rent? Yeah, because he won. Also, wouldn't he just get a house? Probably. There's some weird stuff. There's some weird stuff. I I feel like it's just me not understanding it. Because again, this was so well conceived that the questions I have, I'm like sort of assuming that I, I missed something. It's but, something I'm definitely going to watch again. Yeah, I think I might. I think uh, Erica's interested, so. Oh, she didn't watch? No, she's easily, like, something like this would give her, like, a bad dream. It's so much more violent than I, like, I knew, it was, I heard it was going to be violent, but it is so yeah aggressively violent. And it looks, like, real a lot of oh, the time. It's, yeah. yeah, it's so well done. I mean, the violence doesn't bother me i just so desensitized to yeah, that but hate to say it, i mean yeah. I, I i can definitely understand someone that isn't too into violence this is like aggressive in its violence the part that i was like had to walk away from was not the physical brutality but the emotional punch of that's of the marble episode was like a, rough i mean it was like getting smacked in the head but ju- the gunshots were so jarring and they never pulled away like you just saw yeah everything yeah oh, except for one brandon <laughs> and it was the old man all along yeah huh i think that was a that was a good that was good because like it, it explained some of the intentionality behind like the yeah. theme of the whole thing yeah um i have been seeing uh, <laughs> a lot of tweets like man that's just that's just a true gamer at heart Rather be out there playing with the boys instead of watching. (laughs) (laughs) Why watch the stream when you can play with your boys? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, yeah, like that guy is such a freak. Yeah. That you would think. Yeah, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, he's such a freak that you would think part of him playing is like, well, sir. If you're going to play, that means you might get shot. And he's such a freak that you would think he'd be like, so be it. Yeah, but he's actually not. But he's, he's not. actually just kind of like, <laughs> uh, don't actually shoot me, guys. Yeah. I'm your boss. Um, Which this w- is, it seems counter, also, right? He was definitely faking, right? Like, that was the whole thing was that he was faking the dementia. Yes, he was. Yeah. And he admitted to and it then, well before the yeah, twist. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he's just like, you fooled an old man. I'm just like, yeah, you're like, dude, what an insane <laughs> just person, just a sociopath. Sociopath, indeed. But I think, I think, yeah, that, that's another contradiction for me that he would be like, there's, they're, they're painting him as like, and he's so rich that he's willing to risk his life for fun, but actually not, you know, but like, not really. Yeah. And then like, when he stood on the bed, he's like, stop, stop. And, they're like, and the guy's like, shit, stop it. Stop, stop the game. 
So yeah, yeah. I'm pulling he's it apart, like, but it, I didn't. You know, he's like, I want to play the game, but I can't really get like up into a point of come on, let's be real. Because then, well, there were a couple right where he definitely could have gotten killed, like red light, green light. Well, like yeah, he could have gotten killed, like tug of war. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Danielle was losing her mind laughing when they all started licking the candy. Yeah, that was like funny. insanely. Yeah. And it was just that sound of just like that slurping. Like you just yeah, kept ASMR hearing it. style, yeah. It's good. I guess I don't I didn't really understand. Was it just making it thinner? I guess it's like, yeah, dissolving the sugar and making it easier to work with. And also right. maybe bendable, right? I've seen a lot of people on uh Instagram and TikTok doing it. Yeah. I gotta say, that's my probably my least favorite of the games. That one didn't speak to me as much. It was very nerve wracking. The tension I, I felt, but I didn't love the game as much. Although I did like the choosing the shape and not knowing what you were choosing aspect. That was good. I felt so bad. You yeah. chose the umbrella. Triangle is the best one, right? That was the one you wanted. Triangle, right? Square. Did they have a square? There's a star, was- triangle, circle, umbrella. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe star, triangle, circle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any final thoughts on this, on this thing? Squid game, good. Squid game, freaking good. I like how organized we were about addressing all of the different pieces of it. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about the uh, the uh, doctor, the organ organ donor, or not donor, <laughs> the organ harvester. Yeah, that was something, right? Like, they just- yeah, that was. I thought that was a good. Like, uh, they didn't introduce him or that plot point. They just like started showing you. They're like, it's happening. They're harvesting organs to sell. It took me a little while to figure out what was happening, though, because they they didn't really introduce the doctor character. They didn't introduce the motivation of why yeah. they were performing surgeries. Like it wasn't Anything. clear they were taking the organs at first. But um, man, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a lot of uh, red suited, of squid. yeah, yeah, Halloween style. Yeah, everyone's gonna yeah. have square masks because they're in charge. I'm like I'm a I'm a circle. <laughs> I'm just a little circle. <laughs> Even better would be you're you're choosing to do the square mask, but if like you really think because it's like you're badass and you're you're king, <laughs> but you're not choosing to be the actual boss. <laughs> Everyone should be the the old man. That's the costume. Everyone's the old man, and I'm coming in as a as a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, i'm just a little circle don't yell at me I'm or do. <laughs> oh no don't tell me what to do They're like, oh man we hate going out with brandon on Halloween. i'm number 28 or 29 oh no i'm just the guy who kept praying <laughs> that's a costume <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that guy. <laughs> like, which one are you? I'm like, uh, I'm that first guy who got shot in red light, green light. Which guy? You know, the first guy. He was like, you got, you got to go back and watch it. But I'm him. I'm like, uh, he's like number one thirty six. <laughs> you, you cosplaying as the first guy that got killed. <laughs> you love it. I don't know. You freaking love it. Oh no! Don't kill me. I just need that money for my family. <laughs> freak just <laughs> disgusting <laughs> why is he eating a corn on the cob in the middle of the street 
<laughs> Why is he eating a potato? <laughs> I didn't like when those bad guys took took extra egg. Something so like schoolyard bully about eating a hard boiled egg in excess, you know? It's, it's funny how cartoonishly like bullies they were. Yeah. The bag. Also, that guy had no other tattoos except for what was on his face? A snake head. A snake head. I'm yeah. just like, that's what you went with? Yeah. No other tattoos, just a snake head on your face. Hey man. He did he did wrong by my my girl, the crazy girl. He did wrong by her. <laughs> oh man, that character. She yeah. got him though. She did get him. She got him good. Yeah. I I, I cheered for that set scene. I liked oh, I it. I loved it. Yeah. I, I got excited when on when she was like they came back after you thought they killed her. Yeah, what was that? Remember when they were pairing up before the marble game? And no oh, one sure. wanted to pair up with her? Got it. Yes. I love that her whole thing when she's like, no one wants to pair up with me, but I'm the best one. <laughs> Classic salesman attitude. I'm the best one and no one wants to pair up with me. The best one. Hey, it served her in the end, right? Almost. Yeah. Not in the end. Well, not in the end, end, but at the end of that day, man, crazy. Good show. 10 out of 10 stars. Yeah. I'm going back up to 10. I like the red hair now. Yeah. I just come next week to the record with red hair. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I liked it. You're right. It's good. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts? Are you ready to close close up the old bag? Close up the old bag. Maybe we can find Vin. Oh, uh, there he is. Oh, hey, Vin. Oh, you don't have a mic? That's cool. We're going to wrap up and then we'll come see you. Yeah. You've been listening to Potford University, a show that releases weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. We're available on all your favorite podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and so many more. So, this is Joe, sophomore, signing off for Brandon. A freshman. (laughs) We'll work on that. Uh, All right. Uh, Like and subscribe, or whatever the actual equivalent is for podcasts. Rate and subscribe, and uh, we'll catch you next time. listening to Podford University. For more information on today's show and the school at large, visit www.podford.com or write in at registrar at podford.com.